What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the 49 Carrots Podcast. I'm your host, Steph. It is Friday, January 5th. The 49ers are preparing for their regular season finale against the Los Angeles Rams. Both teams playing for virtually nothing in this game. So I've joked that it's going to be a preseason type game. Uh, it's a joke, but also very much true. So I told Lori, my usual co-host for my Friday preview shows, I think it's okay if we don't do a deep dive preview for this one. I think uh, I don't even really know what to expect largely for this game, uh, but I will be doing a very simple and quick primer for the game, giving you guys everything you need to know. Um, and I promise it isn't too much, but going to be a fun episode anyway so appreciate those of you who are tuning in what's up car cast make sure you subscribe to his channel as well as mariah 49 faithful lead pod yeah me and mariah did an awesome uh preview yesterday with uh alexis of downtown rams and it was a cool one because we also talked about that game back in week two and a lot has changed for both of these teams since then um But like I said, let's get into this week 18 matchup. As always, we look at the weather for this game, and it is in Santa Clara, of course. Uh, So the weather should be okay. But actually, the high is in Santa Clara on Sunday is going to be a brisk 56 degrees. So if you are going to the game, keep in mind it is a 125 kickoff uh, local time. So Make sure you do bring a jacket. It might be a little bit chilly. But let's get into the injury updates for this game. Because there's a number of players who are going to be out for the 49ers, mostly due to injury. But let's start with the Rams first. So they have a player, Duke Shelley, their uh, defensive back, dealing with a hamstring, and then a lot of doubtfuls. So the doubtfuls, Joe Noteboom dealing with a foot injury. Tyler Higby dealing with a shoulder injury, and the rest are pretty much players that the Rams are resting in this game. So Matthew Stafford, running back Kyron Williams, wide receiver Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Ernest Jones, all guys that the Rams plan to rest in this game. So they have them down as doubtful. As for the 49ers, Eric Armstead is going to continue to stay out for this game. In fact, earlier today, John Lynch joined CanBR and did say the hope is that Eric Armstead will uh, be back for the playoffs. That would be huge for this team, of course, as we know. Uh, safety Jair Brown still dealing with a knee injury. Ross Dwelly working his way back, but still not ready yet, coming back from that high ankle sprain. He's going to be out to Sean Gibson, who you know, landed on the injury report earlier this week uh, with a quad injury. He's going to be out. Christian McCaffrey going to rest that calf. He is out. And Ambry Thomas, who, um, you know, fractured something in his hand, needs needs a surgery in his hand. He's going to be out for this one, but should be good to go for the playoffs. Now, you might notice you don't see Brock Purdy here. Uh, Kyle Shanahan a couple days ago did say that Brock Purdy was going to was not going to play in this game, uh, but the 49ers haven't added him to the injury report. Um, I would, I think Kyle Shanahan did say that he's going to be the emergency quarterback for Sunday in case anything happens. Um, So maybe they announce him being inactive on game day. As far as the questionable players for the 49ers, Juwan Jennings working back from that concussion uh, 
he, uh, Kyle Shanahan earlier today did say that Jawan Jennings has one more step uh, to clear uh, the concussion protocol. So hopefully he is able to do that ahead of Sunday. He's been dealing with this concussion for almost two weeks now. So hopefully uh, everything is good with him. Danny Gray, who is in his 21-day practice window. Remember, Danny Gray is in on injured reserve with his shoulder injury. Um, don't know if he's going to be activated ahead of Sunday's game. I would imagine not, quite frankly. I know a lot of people are kind of excited to see Danny Gray. I'm just not sure if it, it's going to be happening this year. But the good news is Ray-Ray McLeod, who is on injured reserve and in his 21-day practice window, it seems likely that he might get activated before Sunday. Um, and so that would require the 49ers to drop someone on the 53-man in order to make room for him. Kyle Shanahan said they haven't decided who that player would be yet. Um, so most likely tomorrow, Saturday, is when we find out who that player will be. Um, and then John Feliciano, backup offensive lineman, dealing with a back injury. He is questionable. I would expect he plays, and if he does, he's probably going to get a lot of time in this game. Um let me check the comments really quick. Yeah, what's going on? Thank you so much uh, for the comments, everyone. Appreciate it. All right. Well, the next piece of news I wanted to get to, this one's a really unfortunate one. Jason Verrett has been um, yesterday uh, dealt with an injury in practice and it seems like it's going to be a shoulder injury one that's going to keep him out for the rest of the season um, he has to get rotator cuff surgery uh, this blows man this really blows for Jason Vera as you guys know has dealt with so many injuries in his career the 49ers have kind of you know, it's been a safe space for him. They've always brought him in. This season was no different. They signed him uh, about a month ago. And, you know, the hope was that he could just be a depth piece for this team going into this final stretch here. Uh, but unfortunately for, for Jason Barrett, you know, um, the road's cut a little bit short. Um, it, I just feel terrible for him. It feels like every single time that he had the opportunity to come back and work his way back, like he always had an injury, not just any injury, but ones that keep him out for the rest of the year. So um, thoughts and prayers up to Jason Verrett, man. Um, really, really tough to come back from all that mentally, physically. Like I can't even imagine uh, the way he's feeling right now. So just uh, – feel terrible for him. Uh, but as for the 49ers, I mean, like I said, the 49ers signed him with the intention of him being depth for this team. I actually did put out a piece earlier today uh, with 49ers web zone. Uh, that if it'll share, right? it doesn't look like it's showing up, but anyway, um, so the piece was about Jason, what this injury means for the 49ers and here, I think it should pull up this time. Here we go. Uh, basically what I'm saying is, you know, in the grand scheme of things, maybe it doesn't mean much, but it pretty much just means if Mooney Ward, if Diamador Lenore or Ambry Thomas, you know, happen to get injured during the playoff run right now, Ambry Thomas is hurt with that hand injury He's expected to be back and ready to go for the divisional round. But if any of these three guys get hurt in, you know, those 
two, three games that they're getting ready for to make that Super Bowl push, um, you're at risk of having Isaiah Oliver out there, of having Samuel Womack, having Daryl Luter Jr. out there. Um, and for different reasons, that's probably not like the ideal scenario we'd want to see. So I would have much preferred to see Jason Verrett out there. But unfortunately, that's not the case. So um, the the one thing we can count on is that Oliver, Womack, and Daryl Luter are probably going to be getting a lot of snaps on Sunday. So it's going to be an opportunity for the 49ers to kind of uh, see what they have with those players and see, I guess, like, if any more injuries happen uh, with the corners, who they can lean on and trust the most out of those guys. Um, yeah, Jason says uh, JV has had eight season-ending injuries. That's insane. And like I said, like imagine how how much of a toll that takes on your body and and your mental. Like just one season-ending injury, like that's already tough to come back from. But just eight like that is crazy eight season ending injuries is, is so crazy it feels insurmountable but Jason Barrett has come back each and every time um it you know it's just unfortunate it had to happen once again for him Gammon shout out Gammon man have you seen the uh Cat Williams interview I have not but I've seen so many people um say that how great of an interview it was and I gotta check it out I'm so confused by that like podcast or whatever it is, by the way, like Shannon Sharp seems like he has great guests on and it's like, uh, is it uh, DraftKings that sponsors that podcast and they don't all have to do with sports. So I think it's really interesting and somewhat confusing, but it seems like that interview was a must watch. So I need to get around to, to watching that one. Maybe I'll check it out this weekend because i heard it was really good thanks for the thanks for the suggestion game and we'll check that out yeah as, as tanya comments uh D'Amico even picked him up the niners really love this guy and so do i yeah on jason barrett he was briefly with the houston texans before the 49ers uh you know decided to work him out and ultimately sign him uh so you know he's he's made his rounds and he was so loved by the 49ers and like the the younger players. They talked about how he's like a big brother to them. And I know Kyle Shanahan, you know, did say he hopes that, you know, Jason Verrett will kind of stick around um, and be, just because like he's he's such a huge uplifting and veteran presence for this team that, you know, I think even – with him being out with injury, it would be nice to have him around uh, these young corners. So, yeah, man, but wish the best for him. Uh, Joshua asks, who can we get to replace Ferret? You know, that's a tough thing. Like, there aren't a lot of guys you can just sign off the street, so to speak, right now, who are going to have that level of experience. One, with your scheme. I mean, Jason Barrett is is used to the scheme, used to some of the the players already. Uh, that are part of this defense. Um, and so you're not going to find anyone else really who's going to have that. Uh, and so that's really tough, right? I don't even know if the 49ers are going to end up signing anyone else, you know? Maybe they stick with Isaiah Oliver and uh, Sammy Womack and Daryl Luter as being the backups and just hope 
that no injuries happened to the top three guys. Um, we'll just have to wait and see what they decide with that. But yeah, definitely, definitely a blow to this team. Um, one thing I did want to talk about switching gears a little bit to players that, you know, um, I expect to see get more playing time in this game. Jason Verrett was going to be one of them. I asked people throughout the week on my shows, like who, which reserve backup player are they excited to see get more snaps in this game? A lot of people mentioned Jason Verrett. Um, I also asked on Twitter, got him as some replies as well. And unfortunately, like we're not going to be able to see him on Sunday, but there are a number of other players that I'm uh, excited to watch on Sunday because it's a weird but unique opportunity to, to get a chance to see some players. For one, some guys who have been signed, you know, midseason in the second half of the year who we haven't really gotten a chance to see too much of yet. Um, Sebastian Joseph Day is going to be playing his former team, uh, the Rams. He played with the Rams as part of that Super Bowl team. So it'll be interesting to see him. Um, I want to see, like, is Joseph Day going to be a nice rotational piece for the 49ers in the playoffs? I would imagine yes, but I'm just excited to see it. And he's going to get a lot of snaps, I would expect, on Sunday. So I'm looking forward to seeing him. And then uh, Robert Beal Jr., rookie speed rush guy. Um, I just want to see how he's developed throughout this year. He spent some time on injured reserve uh, early in the season. So, you know, I don't know if that impacted his growth or development this year at all, but I'm just excited to see him go out there, get some opportunity and, you know, see what the 49ers have in him um, as well as linebacker D Winters. Love his style of play. I always have, even leading up to the draft, he was one guy that, um, aside from Marty Mapu, that I was really kind of wanting the 49ers to target. So D Winters, you know, the 49ers drafted him and haven't seen too much of him. He's gotten like some opportunities. I, I know he's, he's, he's gotten some like special team snaps as well, but you know, Fred Warner's not going to play this whole game. Trey Greenlaw's not going to play this whole game. So we're going to get to see a healthy amount of D winters out there. And I'm kind of excited for it. And I just want to see how he's going to do Logan Ryan, someone who the 49ers signed late in the season because 49ers safety depth is also a thing of concern, right? And right now, Jair Brown uh, dealing with an injury too, right? So Logan Ryan probably going to start this game, probably going to play most of, if not the entire game. And again, like he's been out there somewhat, but I, I just want to see more of him. And I kind of wonder like if he plays well in this game, do the 49ers kind of feel inclined to let Logan Ryan start over Jair Brown, even when Jair Brown is healthy in the playoffs? I don't know, but I feel like there's been other times in the past where the 49ers have leaned on experience a little bit more than, you know, maybe trusting or, or risking their rookies being out there in, in the playoffs. So we'll see if they feel like Logan Ryan, you know, deserves to get that starting spot over Brown. I don't think it has anything to do with like how Brown has played because Brown has been awesome. Uh, but just something that I'm in the back of their minds, I'm sure the 49ers are kind of considering. So kind of looking forward to seeing what Logan Ryan looks like 
also cornerback Darrell Luter Jr. Um, I mean, he's he was a 49ers, I believe, fifth round pick or sixth round pick this year. Um, and so I'm excited to see how he looks. I mean, he spent most of the year, I want to say, on the pup list. Uh, but I remember what Adam Peters had to say about him coming out of the draft that he was ready to play. Like he he's a pro already, pretty much is kind of what Adam Peters had to say about him. He's pro ready. And so Daryl Luter, he hasn't had a ton of opportunities to play over like the starting corners that we've seen, but I have to imagine the 49ers do have some trust in him. Um, and so I just want to see how he's going to look out there. He's a very athletic, aggressive player and you know, he should be getting a lot of extra snaps on Sunday. So I'm looking forward to it on the offensive side. I want to see Ronnie Bell, but I, I definitely have to, you know, add an asterisk there and say as a receiver, I don't want to see him returning punts or anything like that. But as a receiver, I think Ronnie Bell is a really interesting player and he should definitely get more opportunity because while Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel may play some, they're not going to play the entire game, right? So Ronnie Bell is going to get a lot of good run in this one, um, as well as I didn't. I don't know if I mentioned it earlier. I think I did. Ray Ray McLeod probably going to be back for this game, so Ray Ray McLeod probably going to get some snaps and he'll take over the return duties, thankfully. Uh, but Ronnie Bell, I think he's a good receiver. He's an interesting guy, so I think um, I'm excited to watch him play. Braden Willis, the tight end. I was like biasly very excited for this guy when the 49ers drafted him in the seventh round I was hoping and expecting him to go way earlier than that but you know I digress he's a niner and I think this was a great pickup for the 49ers he hasn't had a a lot of opportunity to play I just think that you know with the blocking tight ends that the 49ers have in Ross Dwelly and also Charlie Warner those guys clearly ahead of Braden Willis in the depth chart, but I would expect Willis to probably get some opportunity in to actually play offensive snaps in this game. He's been playing some special team snaps already because of Ross Dwelly, um, you know, being out these last few weeks, but Braden Willis, I think uh, I'm just excited to see him, what he does, how he's developed uh, throughout his rookie season you know, does he catch a couple passes in this one? I don't know. I hope so. He's going to be catching balls from Sam Darnold. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Haven't even talked about him in this episode. But yeah, Sam Darnold expected to start for the 49ers. Um, yeah, should be should be a good one. And Jordan Mason, of course. I mean, we all want to see more of Jordan Mason. We've been asking for it for some weeks now for whatever reason. I suspect it's because like Jordan Mason, maybe not the best um, pass protector on this team. And so maybe that's why the 49ers don't always trust him out there. But regardless, he's going to get some opportunity in this game. Elijah Mitchell, I would expect to start, but I don't think he'll end up finishing the game because I think the 49ers want Elijah Mitchell healthy for the playoffs, keep him fresh. So Jordan Mason, probably going to get some good opportunity in this one. And like he always does, He's going to look like a great, tough runner out there. So I just love to see him play. He he really pumps me up. Um, yeah, Clutch Gene Sports. What's up, Marcos? Make sure you uh, subscribe to his channel as well. He also put out a piece on 49ers Web Zone about five players to watch on Sunday. And I know some of these names are on there. Uh, so make sure you guys check that out. He's excited to see these guys as well. 
What's going on, Melissa? She says, hope you have a lovely weekend. Thank you. You too, Melissa. Appreciate you being here. Um, but yeah, like this, this game is so weird because again, it's the Ginger Bowl. It's Sam Darnold. It's Carson Wentz starting this game. Um, it's going to be weird. It's going to be preseason game vibey, but I say that's okay. It's going to be fun for like different reasons. It's going to be fun for one, because it doesn't matter. We don't have to be on the edge of our seats. We don't have to be anxious watching this game. We can just watch it and have fun. Hey, maybe we might invite some friends over and actually talk to them while we watch the game. Uh, (laughs) Who knows, right? Like, but I think it'll just be a stress-free game. I'm excited for that. Uh, Look, a couple of players are going to be playing for something a little extra in this game. Rams wide receiver Puka Nakua is going to be active for this game. And the reason for that is because Rams want him to get that rookie receiving record. He needs 29 yards to break it. At uh, Currently, it sits at 1,473 yards. So again, Nakua needs uh, 29 yards to pass that. Let's see if he does it. Uh, I know the 49ers are going to be pretty hell-bent on making sure that he doesn't get it against them, but it's come on, it's 29 yards. I think he's going to be able to do it. He had a pretty pretty strong showing against the 49ers back in week two and has pretty much kept that going throughout the season, as we know. Debo Samuel needs 129 yards to get in a 1,000-yard receiving season. That one, I'm like, I don't know if he can get that because that's a lot. And I don't know if the 49ers are going to want to keep him out there for that long to be able to get that. But at the same time, Debo, if he really can and wants to, he can maybe get that in two or three catches with all the yards after the catch that he gets, right? So if the 49ers set him up right, maybe it's possible. But 129 yards, probably a stretch, but just something to keep an eye on in this game. And just some other things to maybe watch for in this one to make it interesting. I don't know, play a, play a drinking game or something. Um, you know, maybe bet on some obscure backups and, you know, put some prop bets up on this game. I don't know. could make it a little more interesting, but again, for me, it's already fun because it doesn't mean anything. And I'm just going to be vibing and watching these backups play ball. So Guys, I don't have anything else for this show. That's a preview. I think I gave you guys everything to expect in this one. Um, And if you guys have any more questions, drop them in the comments. But if not, I am totally okay with letting us start our weekend early. It is Friday. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, spending part of your Friday evening with me. Make sure you like this video. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you have not yet. I'll have a post-game show up on Sunday. Again, probably a casual post-game show talking about some of the backup players that had some interesting performances. I'm sure we'll talk about that, among other things. But for now, have a good rest of your Friday, folks. Peace.